Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% The Zone at the Little Rock Touchdown Club is brought to you by Arkansas Urology, the state's leader for urological care. With unmatched expertise, state-of-the-art facilities, and the latest technology, Arkansas Urology is well-equipped to provide world-class care for all Arkansans. Clinics now open in Benton, Conway, Little Rock, and North Little Rock. Learn more at ArkansasUrology.com. All right, welcome back in second hour, and we are going to dive right into it. Jim McMahon, the legendary Bears quarterback among other teams, but most identifiable with the Bears joining us here. Yeah, and nobody our, ever talks about those other six teams I play for. You what? got you got a ring in Green Bay, though, too, so we do need to talk about that at some point. <laughs> a nice one, too. How are you? Uh, not too bad. Yeah. I mean, I've been dealing with a bad foot for the last 22 months, and it's uh, it's really <laughs> getting on my nerves. I've had six surgeries and uh, had a simple surgery, one of the simplest I've ever had out of the 24 now. Wow. And uh, it... It got bad about four days after and exploded on me and with an infection and it's been it's been hell ever since. Was this from playing days or is this recent? Yeah, time? I played on a broken ankle for years. It kept telling me it wasn't broke and just got to the point I couldn't walk anymore. So finally got it fixed and and then it just exploded. Well, that's no good. I'm I'm sorry to hear about that. Um, how many? So you've had a, I guess a lot of different kinds of surgeries over the years. Oh yes. You played a lot of your career injured, right? Very most of my career, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I missed a lot. I missed quite a few games. I played a, played a lot of games I probably shouldn't have played. But yeah, I was I was used to playing, uh, you know, pretty numbed up with either pills or shots. So how many games into a season could you go before you started not feeling great? I mean, was it uh, after it the first game? Depended. Well, in 1986, uh, the year after the Super Bowl, I I uh, dislocated my throwing shoulder the opening day of the season and uh, tried to I tried to play. I think I played six games that year. But uh, I had no labrum, so anytime I moved my arm, it, it was very, very painful. And uh, the only way to get through it was shots and pills. So, mm-hmm. And I finally went to see, I uh, finally got a break, and I think it was week 12, we finally got a bye week, and I went to see a doctor who actually knew what the hell he was doing. And he said, well, your shoulder's coming out of the socket. And I'm like, I've been telling these guys that for the last 10 weeks. So I had a major surgery, and, uh, you know, it was hell ever since. Yeah. And you're a big CBD advocate, right? I mean, is that have you found some CBD, THC? I like it all. Yeah, uh, you know, it's a it's a great plant. We have a we have a system in our bodies for this plant. Everybody has an endocannabinoid system in their body, and uh, <laughs> we're supposed to be using this. You know, it's a medicinal herb. It's not a drug. Yeah, it's only a drug when man puts his hands on it and starts putting chemicals in it. You know, you'd never have a cocaine problem if you just ate the leaves. So, the toughness from playing. Uh, quarterback, it, it, was that the day and age you just played hurt? These days you may see a guy sitting out with an injury or whatever, but is it does it come from somebody in your family, your dad, or something? Where did that toughness come from? Uh, well, probably my mom. I mean, my mom was pretty, she's still pretty tough. She's 87 years old, taking a lot of spills and forgetting a lot of things, but she's still hanging in there. Um, yeah, I, I mean, that's just the way it was. And plus, most of my contracts back then were incentive laden, so if you didn't play, you didn't get paid much. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I had to play, and I wanted to play. You know, if I could walk out on the field, I was going to play. You're living in Arizona now. Yeah, yeah, I love the heat. I knew uh, I played there in '94 for the Cardinals, and I was there for six months. It rained one day, and I'm like, I'm going to live here when I retire, and that's what I did. I, well, I, I didn't move out there. Excuse me, till uh, 2010. I waited till my last uh, kid went to college, and then I had to get out of that cold weather. Yeah. But you keep up with the Bears pretty close still, too? No. You don't? No, I could care less. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've been out 27 years now, so... Do you watch any games at all? I, I flicked on the TV last night when I got in town just to see what was going on in, in the uh, Jet. I think it was the Jets. 
Yeah, Jets yeah. in Kansas City. Jets in Kansas City, yeah. So I, that's what I like to do, to see how my friends are doing. Uh, Andy Reid, the coach of Kansas City, he was my tackle back in college, so I've known him since the 70s. How about that? Okay. I like to keep in touch, see how he's doing. Ron Rivera is, is still with Washington. Um, Leslie Frazier, another teammate of mine, is I think is still in Buffalo. So I try to check in and see how those guys are doing. But other than that, I, I can't sit and watch a game. How about the old teammates, especially, like, obviously the 85 Bears team is the most identifiable for most people. You keep up with, with teammates from that team? Yeah, unfortunately, uh, uh, Steve McMichael, one of our you know biggest, strongest guys ever play in this league, is, is really suffering with ALS. He's, I don't know how much longer he has to live. He's literally about 150 pounds now, hmm. skin and bone, and it's just oh, it's tough to tough to be the, uh, with him, um, to see him like that. I mean, he's still... You know, he's still got his his mind is there, and he can communicate on a on a computer a little bit now. So, but it's just tough to see a guy like that in that condition. What do you do these days? Uh, well, I've been very very busy with our cannabis company. Uh, I started, well, I didn't start it. Uh, Kyle Turley, an ex ball player as yeah. well, he started the company. Uh, called me and asked me to to join him uh, with his mission, and uh, I said, hell yeah! I've been trying to get in the business for many many years, and. A lot of shady characters in this business, as as any other business as well. But uh, uh, you know, Kyle and I, we, we're trying to get the NFL to stop testing for the for marijuana. Uh, let these guys use something that actually will help them, rather than just mask pain. And and uh, opioids have, have been proven to be addictive and, and kill people. So marijuana has never done either one of those. So uh, hopefully, the NFL will smarten up and let these guys do it they can do to help themselves you know all too well how hard this game is to play especially for as long as you played it and how hard it is on your body there was a recent conversation and there's probably been conversations go back to when you were playing and beyond about playing on grass versus turf uh did you did you have a strong opinion about that one way or the other well grass is much better to play on there's no doubt about that um i think they only went to turf because of television yeah <laughs> Because you, you play some of those games where it's raining or it's snowing and you can't see anything, so I think that's why they did that. But yeah, playing on that turf is, is it was not fun at all, especially in the winter time when it's uh, you know 30 below and that turf is as hard as that concrete get outside. So uh, hopefully they'll get they'll get rid of all that stuff. Things have changed a lot about the way people operate in preparation for games. Uh, I, I saw you on a podcast recently talking about the days when you were at the Bears about you guys went good on good it was pretty it was not you know walk through it was not, yeah, it was uh, not thudding you guys were you guys were practicing and going good on good most of the time right it was four games a week basically yeah there was no buddy buddy periods there was no you know uh, I'll take it easy on this play no, there was none of that uh, buddy Ryan and Mike Dick pretty fought it pretty much every day for the four years that they they were together and uh, that trickled down to the players. So, yeah, it was rough. I mean, we were, uh, I think that's why we didn't win, you know, later on in those years. I mean, we won. We, we had the best record in the league, but uh, we were tired by the playoff time. I mean, when you, when you beat the hell out of each other every day for a season, and then we do it season after season, it takes its toll. How did they coexist if they didn't get along well? <coughs> Excuse me. Um <laughs> They really didn't. It was it was basically we had two different head coaches. You know, yeah. We had a defensive coach and an offensive coach, and uh, we won in spite of those guys, not because of them. I mean, we we had really good players too. Yeah. You know. And our defensive system at the time was new. People were having struggling to pick it up, and Joe Gibbs finally figured it out. You know, he beat us two years in a row in the playoffs in Chicago, so uh, he knew he knew how to beat us. Block up eight guys and run two man routes and. And uh, you'll have success. You obviously had a good relationship with Buddy, though, having played with him or played for him as a head coach later. Yeah, I got to I played with him when he was in Philadelphia, um, and then again in uh, in Phoenix. You know, but for some reason, but Buddy never liked offensive people, and uh, for some reason he liked me. I, I think it was because he he coached with a, a, a guy that I played for in college, Doug Scoville. Uh, who I learned more football from than anybody. But I think they coached somewhere in their coaching tree, and Doug called him and said, hey, this kid can play. Because from day one, buddy, always, you know, uh, treated me well. And he, he just did not. He, he could care less if he played offense. He didn't even know your name. Yeah. When your offense is going against the defense day after day in practice like that, butting heads, how did it affect relationships off the field? Uh, well, the guys still hung out together. I mean, there, there was fights pretty much every day, every play. Uh, but 
you know, there was a lot of respect. You know, Steve McMichael, he made our guys work. He made our guys better offensive line. And, uh, you know, Dick always said, hey, you don't learn anything unless you do it full speed. And so uh, I think that's a lot of these guys' problems now. They they get a little nick and they can't play, mm-hmm. uh, especially in the preseason. Nobody even plays in the preseason anymore. You saw what ha- happened to Aaron Rodgers. You know, four, four plays and he's done. Uh, that's what preseason is for, to get the conditioning to play. And then when you get when you don't play in preseason, you're never going to be ready to play. When you think about your two head coaches, offense coordinator, or offensive coach, your defensive coach going at it like that, it would almost seem like it would create a the us versus them. But in a way, because they were fighting, it seemed like you guys came together as a team. Well, like I said, we won in spite of them. Uh, we knew how good we were. Uh, you know, I, I used to... I, talk to Mike Singletary after every game and say how to go. I said, you know all the calls, right? Yeah. <laughs> do you ever not call what Buddy sends in? He goes, no. <laughs> I go, do you think I'm calling what Mike sends in? I'm not. I'm trying to win games. I mean, you get a good feel. And, and Mike was a very studious player. I mean, he studied a lot. And uh, I said, you can call the plays yourself. Why don't you do that? And I don't know if he ever did, but... I certainly didn't call the plays or a lot of plays that were being sent in to me. Do you think the way you played the game and how tough you were, that was one of the reasons Buddy Ryan respected you so much? Uh, it might have been. You know, Buddy yeah, Buddy liked people that, that wanted to win and he knew that's that's that was my focus was winning games. I didn't care how we won them, I just wanted to win. And uh, I think he he respected that and, and uh, like I said he always treated me good. That team obviously had an edge all the way across. I remember, uh, was it Butler, your kicker? Yeah. And he, I remember him talking trash in a couple of games, too. I was like, who's got a kicker that talks noise? I mean, only the Bears. Just leave it to them. Yeah, with his one bar. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but obviously, there was there was an edge to that team. Did you ever feel like your offense, I mean, obviously, Walter Payton, you know, everybody had a great respect for him, and obviously, you had a great season. He just had a lot of good pieces to the puzzle, but... It was always defense first when people talked about that team. Did you ever feel like maybe the offense didn't get enough credit for what you guys were doing? Oh, no. You never do in, in Chicago. It's all about who's your middle linebacker and who's your running back, basically. Yeah. Uh, but we knew how good we were. I mean, we knew that, and, and our defense knew how good we were. Uh, you know, we led the league in rushing, I think it was four straight years, which had never been done. I don't think it's been done since. And that's, that's a credit to those guys up front because mm-hmm. everybody knew we were going to run the ball. I mean, we were a running football team. Yeah. And we had some damn good talent. You know, Dennis Gentry was, you know, the best third down back in the league. Mm-hmm. And uh, he shouldn't even have been a third down back. He should have been playing every every down. A very explosive player. Uh, Willie Gall, of course, with the, with the great speed. Dennis McKinnon was a, a hell of a receiver. Uh, we had a couple of tight ends, Emery Mar- uh, Moorhead and, and Tim Reitman. Both real good players. So, and then there are five guys up front. I mean, those guys fought every week, and uh, you know they gave us a chance. How did you uh, transition going from Provo to Chicago? I can't think of two cities that are more opposite. How, how was that transition for you? Oh, that was easier than going from California to Provo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I grew up with the brothers and the Mexicans, and then uh, I moved up there my junior year in high school, and it was it was quite a culture shock. Yeah. But, uh, was it hard to live within the... I think you talked about it. I read this book when I was 10 years old, by the way. I mean, I, this is not something I bought recently. So I remember kind of knowing your story as a kid, and I thought it was interesting. That was that was a culture, a difficult culture. Did you have a hard time operating within the parameters of the expectations of it BYU? Was, it was not what college life was supposed to be like, that's for sure. Uh, from from all the stories that I heard from all my other friends and, yeah. and from all the trips that I took before I ended up at BYU, um, I wanted to go to Vegas. That was my That was my... Uh, pick. It was my last recruiting trip. I had a great time in Vegas, and back then they were, you know, offering money and stuff under the table. So I came home and said, "Pops, I'm going to Vegas because all I want to do is play baseball." That was my that was my thing. I, I was I thought I was a much better baseball player than I was football. So <coughs> excuse me. And the only two schools that said I could play both sports was Vegas or BYU, and so. Uh, any, any logical kid was going to choose, choose Vegas, but my dad said, "Nope, it's not big enough school. You're not going to go there." So that's how I ended up at BYU. You guys did your own thing. You did your own thing individually. I mean, this is an '86 book. I mean, not many guys write a book, and you know, right after you guys win the Super Bowl, it's pretty quick. And then also, obviously, the, the shuffle. I mean, you guys did things kind of differently. 
Yeah, we well, we did the shuffle. That was there was still four or five games left in the season, and so uh, and then they taped that thing uh, the day after we lost our only game that year. So it was pretty pretty brash, I guess, <laughs> yeah. at the time. But uh, you know, we we knew we were good. I mean, hell, was the administration or Dick? Were they pissed about the shuffle, or were they okay? I really don't know. You know, when they when that came out or got introduced to us, it was Willie Galt and his friend. It was their idea, and uh, they came to us and said, "We're going to make a record, right?" There was no mention of the video at all. We're going to do a record, and the proceeds will feed the homeless on Thanksgiving and Christmas. We're mm-hmm. like, cool. You know, it's a pretty cool thing to do. So. We agreed to do that, and then a couple of weeks later, we went and did our parts. And then a couple of weeks later, they came and said, "Now you got to do a video." And we're like, "No, <laughs> that wasn't part of the deal." And so Walter and I, Peyton, said, "No, we're not going to do that." And so they decided to film this thing the day after we lose. We lose to Miami on a Monday night mm-hmm. in Miami, so we get home about three or four in the morning. Guys have to be at the studio at eight or nine, and they're there for I think about eight hours doing whatever they did. And Walter and I didn't go. So about a week after that, Willie came to us right before practice one day and said, Hey, uh, if you don't do that, we're going to have to sue you. So we got got threats from a teammate about getting sued. So what you see on that screen is two pissed off guys uh, doing their parts in the racquetball court at Hallis Hall after practice one day. So Wow. I'll never just, look at that video the same. Yeah, no. they, they green screened us, or, you know, whatever they did, have the magic of television. we got to let you go, but i got to ask you one last thing. Uh, how did you pitch to Green Bay teammates that you wanted to wear your Bears jersey to the White House? Uh, I told all the guys. I explained to them because I was playing with guys. They said, oh, when you guys won, I was in junior high. And so uh, I said, well, we never got to go because two days after we won or a day after the space shuttle blew up, right? Right. So all the focus went there, which was... You know, the right thing to do, but I think they could have squeezed us in at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, because 11 years later we win with Green Bay, and we go before I even went with the Bears. So I explained to them all uh, I was just going to represent my team, and and uh, none of them had a problem with it. That's cool. Uh, well, Fritz Shermer, he was our defensive coordinator. He was a little pissed off. I think it brought back bad memories because he was also the he was Green Bay or he was uh, the Rams defensive coordinator when we beat them to go to the Super Bowl uh, he was with Chicago. So yeah. he was the only guy that really had a problem. Everybody else knew why I did it, and so yeah, makes sense. I, I didn't have a problem. That's good. Well, you, you, again, it's just perfect for you. I mean, you do things your own way, so that's good. We like that. Hey, thanks for being with us. I appreciate it. We're looking forward to hearing you in there. All right, guys. Get well See soon. You inside. All right, thanks, Thank Jim. You. That's Jim McMahon. Well, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll do red, white, and all that stuff on the other side. Stay with us. You're in the zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Roger Scott is warming up those vocal cords to bring you the Razorback Song of the Week on Morning Mayhem. Presented by Dr. Jimmy Tucker at Ortho, Arkansas and 103.7 The Buzz. Arkansas fell to Texas A&M 34-22 in Arlington for their third straight loss. Offensive line play continued to be an issue as the Aggies racked up seven sacks and a staggering 15 tackles for loss. Arkansas had just 174 yards total in the game. Several Razorbacks were injured in the game. On the first drive, tight end Luke has exited the game and did not return. Sam Pittman told the media after the game he broke his clavicle. His status for the rest of the season is doubtful. Cornerback Dwight McGlothern suffered a concussion in the game, and defensive end John Morgan went down in a scary situation as he had to be stabilized and carted off the field. Pittman said after the game that Morgan had movement of his extremities. Next up for Arkansas, they'll face Ole Miss and Oxford on Saturday at 6.30. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. The Ford President's Award is given to dealerships that offer outstanding customer service. Mark McClarty Ford has won it three years in a row. Every day, the team works overtime, so your customer experience is legendary. Right now, get the brand new Ford Edge for just $29,997 and take a whopping $8,000 off brand new Ford F-150s. Better prices, even better customer service. 
Visit Mark McClarty Ford today off Highway 67 and at markmcclartyford.com. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Fall is upon us. Don't go into the cold, wet winter months wondering if your roof will hold up till spring. Get peace of mind today. For the next 30 days, we're offering a free impact-resistant roof upgrade. Plus, if you've been denied coverage by your insurance company after the storms, you qualify to win a new roof for free. Just visit shamrockroofer.com for more details. Shamrock Roofing, where one call does it all at shamrockroofer.com. Ladies and gentlemen, the rumors are true. Your favorite sports bar is coming to North Little Rock. Brewskies is proud to announce a second location is coming to the Lakewood Shopping Center. And it won't be too long where you can get the same great pub grub, happy hour specials, and late night fun when it comes to North Little Rock. Voted the number one sports bar in Little Rock for the last four years to catch all the games all year long. Get ready, North Little Rock. Brewskies North is coming soon. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. It's Kayak Chaos at Arts Marine. Pick your perfect kayak from their large inventory and start exploring the natural state. Right now, get 20% off feel-free kayaks. We also slash prices on Moken 10 and Lure 10 kayaks. Your granddaddy trusted Arts Marine, so should you. Once again this year, the Buzz is proud to bring you college football talk with Mark May every Thursday morning on Morning Mayhem. Brought to you by Edwards Food Giant, The Meat People, and by Dugan's Pub, located in the River Market. Mark will break down the week's biggest games and discuss who will win and why they'll win. Kevin Harlan here from Monday Night Football on Westwood One. The NFL Week 4 finale has the Seattle Seahawks flying east to take on the New York Giants. Quarterback Daniel Jones and the Giants are off to a 1-2 start, while the Geno Smith-led Seahawks will be hunting a third straight win. Join me and Hall of Fame quarterback Kurt Warner for all the action on Monday Night Football. Right here on 103.7 The Buzz. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets, guaranteed, when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Must be president of state where lawful to wager. Must be 21 plus and president in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT-IN Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelpma.org or call 800 New York. Too busy to call into the show? Text us on the Southern Structural Solutions text line at 501-661-1037 or message us on the Asher Record Live fan feedback. Now, back to the zone. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what, so what, so what's the scenario? Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what, so what, so what's the scenario? Ayo, Bono Zip. What? And Bono Zip. What? It is 11:29. Welcome back at the zone. We're gonna hit some uh, Southern Structural Solutions live fan feedback and some Asher Wrecker, or excuse me, Asher Wrecker live fan feedback and Southern Structural Solutions text line offerings here quick. And then we've got some guests from Arkansas Urology to talk to here. Uh, we'll do game balls and jock straps last segment this hour. Fan opinion says this from the 479 on the Southern Structural Solutions text line. Smith at Oregon State would be a good move for the Razorback football program. More than double his salary and start a new. NIL program. Okay. Uh, we're already ready to move on. Are we on. doing that? I guess we're moving on from Sam Pittman already. Excellent job, Justin. Thank you. That was fun. Good job, Wes. Um, ask him about his appearance on the league. Sorry I didn't get to that. Tell him we can get together and swap some product and do a Super Bowl shuffle of our own, since Trim Man. I imagine you can get some of his product if you want to head out and grab some. Uh, this person says, I think KJ will play well against Ole Miss since he wasn't recruited by them. He did say after the game on Saturday that he has not thought about playing in Mississippi. And obviously, he probably hadn't at that point because he was focused on losing to. A- I mean, playing A and M. Hopefully, his offensive line will play better at for him. Yep. Somebody said uh, this morning during Razorback graffiti, they said, "Can we go back to holding?" Not a bad idea. When you have superior talent, says just Chuck, which A and M does, you can line up Pat on a hat and be predictable if you want. If you're facing team, oh, hat on a hat, imagine me. 
if you're facing teams that are more talented than you, you have to be creative. Being predictable and less talented is a recipe for serial success. It doesn't take a brain surgeon or Bobby Petrino or name an offensive guru, Kevin Kelly, to know that on fourth and one, maybe you squeeze in a quarterback sneak now and again with a big quarterback. That's the story. We're going to keep having this conversation every week, I guess. I still like your idea. A little play action. Get the running back or the tight end out of the backfield. How about we hit don't for a little short game? Don't hand it off seven yards deep and don't run a slow developing draw. Oh my! That was my terrible. God! What are you doing? That was one of the worst. That was the worst than that's the worst play doing. call of the year. Yes, thank the you. The delayed, delayed, delayed draw. I thought when Bryles left and Enos came in that the red zone stuff would be less horrible. I think it might be. Well, it's just as bad, I guess, is my point. Um, if you can't protect for the long or medium pass, why not quick pass for short yardage? Make a defense adjust to something. We're easy to predict. I don't know if KJ's accurate enough, consistently enough. He, he seems they, to struggle in th- short throws more than anything. Did. Well, they tried it once, and it got batted up for an interception for a touchdown. Then they tried it after the fumble in the third quarter. You remember he threw a, a quick short pass to Tesla, and it hit Tesla on his knees? It's tough for a yeah. 6'4 guy running across the field to catch a ball at his knees. Uh, and last year, this is from Nick. KJ looks lost in this offense. Dan... Except he doesn't say Enos. He puts a letter in front of Enos. It's so childish. But funny is the problem. Poor Dan's going to end up with more nicknames. I heard uh, the Military Mike on Asher Wrecker. Live fan feedback. Dan Enos blows. Okay, four wins he's saying. Eh, we'll see. Christian, questions of the day quick, and then we'll talk to our friends. Questions of the day. Are you confident Arkansas can win any SEC games That's the rest of the year? Yes or no? Yes. I said yes, too. Yeah. Auburn, Mississippi State, they're bad. Are they? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Did you watch the Georgia game this weekend? That, that's a rivalry game. They, they get so jacked up. It's like Arkansas-LSU. Arkansas was jacked up for that game. LSU wasn't. Last week, Auburn's jacked up. That was their Super Bowl. Georgia was just playing another game. Hmm. I feel like they could win one, but going into each week, I'm not going to feel confident about it, probably. And uh, our other question, who wins the SEC West? Alabama, LSU, Ole Miss, Texas A&M. I'm off the LSU train after spending the weekend in Baton Rouge, and I now know all their flaws, and I think everybody else does now, too. But this, it's not this, just the pass defense. Their front seven's overrated, and I think we saw that when Arkansas played them. Arkansas is this the de facto the SEC West championship this weekend? Alabama A&M? In, in College Station. Yeah. Yeah. Although, I think A&M could lose to LSU at the end of the year, too. So, maybe not. Yeah. No. LSU fans think they will lose to A&M. No doubt. Uh, they're afraid they're going to lose to Missouri this weekend. Who? LSU fans. They're drunk. Uh, we're going to find out because here's the thing. This weekend you find out are Kentucky and Missouri pretenders or contenders. Yep. They're both going to get the tests of their lives this mm-hmm. week, so we'll see. Um, Chris Shenup's here and Judith Goodson is here. Special event coming up. We've been talking about countdown to men's health, but apparently you guys yeah. don't quit. Pop that mic up. You don't quit after September's over. You guys are going to do some stuff in October, yeah, too. You you know, big the, event. The uh, calendar turned to October 1st, and now we are... Uh, uh, on track to uh, have a, a fun and successful fundraiser, a new signature fundraiser that Judith Goodson is cheering called the Awesome AU Awesome Event, hmm. a night in Vegas on October 14th. Yeah, Chris, we're really looking forward to this, guys. We're going to have a night in Vegas. It's more of a throwback to the Vegas of the 60s. We have the Rat Pack Band coming in. We've got poker and blackjack and roulette, and we are not going to make you wear a tuxedo. You do not have to sit at a round table. We will not serve cold chicken, and you do not have to uh, raise your hand for a silent auction. Well, that's good. We're going to have uh, raffles at the end of the evening. We're going to let you wear a suit or a jacket a tie or an open collar. Women can wear fun cocktail dresses. And it's all about having a good time, raising money, and trying to close those uh, disparities that so many Arkansans around the state suffer when it comes to their health care. Is this in the ballroom upstairs or downstairs in the main? It's downstairs. No, so it's in the main ballroom. It's in the main ballroom. The Wally Allen? Yeah. yeah. Wally Allen. Yeah. 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 Nice. Uh, Mo Green's not going to get shot in the eye, I assume, though, at this event. So we're going throwback, but only... To a certain level, Only right? Only to a certain level. Okay, nobody's getting buried in the desert. No. Okay. No. Hey, right. hey, but if you saw this band, I mean, we have a, a replica of uh, Dean Martin. Uh, there's going to be a Marilyn Monroe there okay. singing Happy Birthday Sammy to Davis. Uh, yeah. To the president? Well, to somebody. You, you got a fake candidate? We actually have a special friend who has a big birthday that yeah. night, and we're going to see if she'll sing Happy Birthday to him. You going to tell me who it is? No. You okay. can come and see. Okay. How do you uh, get involved? How do you get tickets? 
Um, we have a website that mm-hmm. Chris can tell you all about. You can go and get tickets, and uh, it's it's really going to be a fun event. And I would encourage everyone who likes to have a good time and wants to support their fellow Arkansans uh, when it comes to health care, come out and do it, especially men's health care, because mm-hmm. there are a lot of gaps that we need to close when it comes to men's health care. Yeah, obviously, y'all are great partners, uh, Justin and Wes, so thank you for all y'all do. But uh, people can just go to ArkansasIrology.com backslash foundation to find out more information and uh, I would say the best part about it is we're honoring Randy Zook who's a board member he's president and CEO of the Arkansas State Chamber so um, it's going to be a good time well that's good I like that what else uh, you guys have coming up anything other than uh, normal operation just trying to help people just trying to uh, you know uh, stay up to speed with Scott Davis Um, that's a tall order yeah he's a fast walker he Uh, is but uh, no you know we're we're kind of low center of gravity well uh, some of us (laughs) All of us. Oh, yeah, yeah. Might, might. Uh, We're not talking to you, Wes. So you're out on this one. <laughs> but, uh, we're, yeah, kind of back to normal business. We had a great September with kickoff to men's health. Uh, North Little Rock, we had over 120 guys come out, which was a big event. So uh, just kind of getting back in the uh, motion of uh, things as we gear up for our new signature fundraiser. And then we have No Shave November that will be here before we know it. You going beard this, this I'm year? I'm going beard, yeah. You did it last year, right? I did, Scott, yeah. Ball, Scott yeah. likes it. Scott, yeah. Scott likes it. It is. I mean, the funny thing is, I'm like, oh, I'm doing it for a good cause. You mean you're being lazy, too? You know, there's a little bit of that. It is nice. Hey, my husband did No Shave November three years ago, and he still has the beard. Yeah. <laughs> That's honestly how mine started. Respect that. And I love it. Mine, so. My wife's the same. Yeah. She's like, don't don't shave it. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, okay. How much are tickets for this event? They're two fifty. Two fifty for VIP, one fifty just for the regular yeah. uh, entrance. We have tons of great sponsors, uh, including the Buzz. So thank you. We just cut a spot. It's going to be airing with Trey. Uh, so, uh, what's our time window on this? What, what time does the event start? Starts at seven o'clock. Okay, at the State House. Mm-hmm. October. The State House. It's a Saturday, October fourteenth. Right. It's beautiful. I love that. Well, um, thank you all for coming by. I Thanks appreciate for you. Us. Yeah, uh, it's good to see you. I hope everything goes lovely. I think it's going to be a great night. I have no doubt. Okay. I have no doubt about it. Well, and, and just thanks to Judith, you know, for her leadership wow. as chair. So happy to do it. Thank you, guys. All the responsibilities on you. So. <laughs> no pressure. You seem to be very confident things are going to go well, so hey, I believe it. I think I'm going to have a Saturday win. I know. You're going to have a good time. <laughs> Somebody needs one, that's for sure. Thank you. I appreciate it. Chris, you did not go to, to Arlington this weekend? I did not. You're not off the hogs, though, completely, right? Uh, I'm not. I'm, no, I mean, like everybody else, I'm disappointed. Uh yeah, you know, it just seems like things are spiraling out of control, but um, who knows? <laughs> just just get a win. We don't. Somewhere. None of us do. None of us do. Yeah. Um, but I will predict, I'm not good at predictions, um, but I will say that uh, Sam Pittman's about to be mired in his longest losing streak as the head hog. Yeah. And that's going to be concerning. It's already at three. Yeah, it's going to be at five soon, and he's never lost more than four in a row, so... Mm. Yeah, crazy things happen in Oxford. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't never lied. Maybe well, this will be the year they listen. I'll tell yeah. you this: if they beat Alabama this year, it's going to feel like three wins because no one will expect it, <laughs> no matter what happens this week. Yeah, and uh, they can crazy. certainly use it. Have they announced Bama at game time yet? Mm-mm. Here in a minute, nine a.m. I think if they can get it, <laughs> they're going to try to get them. There will be a lot of elevens. That, that would be yeah. another question of the day, Christian. Potentially, is how many elevens is Arkansas going to be stuck in this year? I know David. The rest and, of the year, outside of. Uh, this week? This week. I know David and Trey love getting up for that 7 a.m. show. It's a great time. So That's an early wake-up call. Hey, no doubt. Uh, all right, we got to hit a break. It's 1139. Appreciate you guys very Thank much. You. Arkansas Urology, bringing it to you folks. We love being here at the Touchdown Club. That was really, really awesome, hanging out with Jimmy Mann for a little bit. And uh, we're going to hear from him, speaking of the Touchdown Club here in a little bit as well. Uh, don't miss awesome, a uh, Vegas-themed event. Coming up October 14th at the State House Convention Center. Big O Tires <clears throat> has a good deal for you. You can always go to the website, bigotires.com slash deals to see all the monthly deals. And they got a great selection of tires. All the name brand tires plus the Big O Tire. It's a great tire, too. Swing on by. Let Big O Tires take care of you. And they also do more than just tires. They'll work on your car. Mechanics are on hand. Making sure your car gets back out on the road running as good as ever. They can work on your brakes, alignment, oil changes, all kinds of things at Big O Tires. Cabot and Conway, two great locations. In Conway, it's Hark Rider. In Cabot, they're on Prospect Court right in front of Kroger. Go see our friends at Big O Tires. That is the team we trust. Jungle train of love 
Show Arkansas presents the High School Scoreboard Show with Randy Rainwater, Kevin Bohannon, and Barry Grooms every Friday night at 10, only on 1037 The Buzz. Brought to you in part by First Security Bank. Ah, not again. Let me tell you about my man Tom. He had some serious bad luck. And one day he said to me, When is my luck gonna change? And I was like, You need to go to Tulica, bro. And he was like, Yeah! Good idea, bro. Tom was winning big money. People were cheering and kisses. My man was like, This is amazing! His losing streak was finally over. Man, I cannot believe my luck. Believe it. Because when you're in Tunica, you're always a winner. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Some of us struggle to keep up with all these new acronyms, LOL, ROFL, LMAO, etc. Look it up. Now there's a new one the internet is pushing. I-J-B-O-L. Pronounced bowl, it means I just burst out laughing. It describes exploding into an audible full-belly guffaw, particularly in an inappropriate setting like a funeral, or when I'm preaching, or when you just remembered something funny. The unofficial face of each bull, according to Twitter, is Vice President Kamala Harris, whose propensity to chuckle is legendary. You'll chuckle at Doublebee's when you see the ridiculous values throughout the store on, well, everything. Stop by today for a deal. Doublebee's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebee's. What's good, y'all? Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Fellas, when it comes to your health, every man should know his testosterone number. What's that mean? It's simple. You need to schedule an appointment at Low T Center immediately. It's quick. It's easy. Hell, it's only $25. Walk in, take a simple blood test, get the results in about 25 minutes. So if you've been feeling tired and grumpy, sensing a lack of motivation and drive, dealing with high cholesterol, noticing stubborn weight gain, and or loss of muscle mass, it's on you, fellas. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Your husband is pretty handy to have around. He makes the world's best mac and cheese. He's in the Tickle Monster Hall of Fame. <laughs> and he can teach anyone how to throw strikes. But a busted pipe and a basement full of water? Honey, I think we need a plumber. Is a little out of his league. That's where a homeowner's policy from Shelter Insurance comes in handy. We'll help get your house back in order and your husband back to what he does best. <laughs> See shelter agents Brian Cress or Caleb Green in North Little Rock or in Brinkley Sea agent Hunter Cornelson. Need a new ride for the big game? Or a new tailgate to party on? Get in the game at Guadney Chevrolet in Jacksonville and score every time. Hundreds of vehicles to choose from, from test drive to touchdown. Guatney Chevrolet is in it to win your business. Guatney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White in Jacksonville, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Call us at 982-2102 or visit GuatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. Welcome back. Wait, what is this trash? Turn on some real music. That's more like it. Welcome back in the zone with Justin Agri and Westmore on the Buzz Radio Network. Great things happening at Guatney Chevrolet. Always a great deal at Guatney Chevrolet. You can go to the website, guatneychevrolet.com, take a look at all the deals, see all the inventory, then head up to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville where they will make a deal. No payments for the rest of the year. Great financing rate. Silverado's, Equinox, great selection. If you're in the market for a truck, go check out the Silverado and get a great deal on those Silverados. It's happening right now at Guatney Chevrolet. Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Remember, they're still paying top dollar for those vehicles. They've got a great selection of pre-owned vehicles, but they still need more quality used cars, and they will give you a great deal for that car. Go see what they'll give give to you right now. Guatney Chevrolet, Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. All right, uh, a couple of things here. We're going to take a call, and then we're going to do our game balls and jock straps from the weekend. Kev says about uh, Jim McMahon, he was being nice. I dislocated my shoulder. B.S. Charles Martin body slammed him in a bounty game versus the Packers. Yeah, but he said he got hurt in the first game of the year, and I don't think that game was the first game of the year, Kev, but I could be incorrect because uh, I've been wrong before a lot of times. Ask anyone. Let me get D.K. in here, then we're going to do our game balls and jock straps from the weekend. What's up, D.K.? Welcome. What's up, fellas? Uh, look here. Uh, I heard you reference this guy this morning from the Somehow, can they start back to doing more holding? But you didn't reference uh, Wesley's favorite caller, Navy Mike, saying, why is everyone so negative? 
And then I'm going to get off here with this one. Wesley, did Hugh Freeze, uh, Hugh Freeze not beat Arkansas last year with Liberty? I saw it. He sure did. So, and uh, he's going to beat him again with Arbor. Have we'll a good see. rest of the day, fellas. Thanks, DK. I certainly won't say it's impossible. But if Arkansas is going to have a chance to win some SEC games, you've got to put Auburn on the list with Mississippi State. And, well, that's it. Um, anyway, let's get to our game balls and jock straps from the weekend. Game balls and jock straps are brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscape. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA caddy, so he knows what good grass looks like. If you'd like to take your yard to the next level, then hit up Josh and his crew at A Caddy's Touch Landscape. 501-794-2770. Call today. All right, I'm going to give it to him. He's got it coming. I haven't given him one yet, but I'm going to give him another one next week when they do the same thing over and over again. Jockstrap to Dan Enos. Fourth and one, no quarterback sneak. Again, sometimes you just overthink things. You're getting a little too cutesy, and yes, there's a loaded box. I asked Clint Sterner earlier today, Wes, you were traveling back. I said, how many times did you go for a quarterback sneak against a three-man front? He said, never. You know why? Because people don't do that. They play against loaded boxes on fourth and short, and you still quarterback sneak it, Mm -hmm. and you're going to get it occasionally. Because here's the thing. I know what they're not getting is first downs on fourth and one at this point with all the other stuff they're doing. Draw plays, handing it seven yards deep. At least do something different. Throw the ball downfield, get cute, run a trick play. I don't even care. Like, I'm, I'm looking for, like... Give me the give me the tight end sneak at this point. Like I'm over it. Where's Bryles when I need him? Bring me some of your crappy red zone plays. I'll take them. Not the tight end draw. No. No, okay. No, just don't do that. Uh, I'll give a jock strap to uh, Ricky Fowler watching the uh, Ryder Cup, and uh, all of a sudden Ricky walks up to the ball, and says, "That's good. Pick it up. Ryder Cup's over." I'm like, dude, you got to make him putt it out to win the Ryder Cup. You don't give a guy that. In fact, if I'm the guy. I want to putt it out. How far is it? Be two and a half feet. Yeah. Two feet. I think they said it was like two feet, one inches, two feet, four inches, something like that. If, but the, if the event was closer, I would care. I just don't because it wasn't even close at that point. So Americans were making a little bit of a run to where they were teasing like, man, if they win the rest. And oh, they, the final. If they win the rest. Well, they were ahead in three of the last five, and the other two, Ricky's included, he was one down, the other was one down. So. Yeah. Anyway, if I'm uh, Tommy Fleetwood, I want to putt that out. I want to make that putt to win the Ryder Cup. That's what you dream of, right? Not a guy going, that's good, pick it up. Mm. I just, I didn't like it. They that. lost 16.5 to 11.5. It was lost on day one, basically, but anyway. No doubt. Um, I'm going to give a game ball to a guy that Razorback fans will not remember that, that well, I don't think, at least those who uh, don't remember the game from two years ago. And because Arkansas won so handily, they probably didn't pay much attention. This year they had that little dude that was kind of terrorizing them in the BYU game in Fayetteville. They'll remember that because, well, they lost. But Puka Nakua, three touchdowns against Arkansas last year, and he had a big game this week as well, including scoring the game winner for a surprisingly good Rams team. They're now 2-2, two and two, and that surprises me and probably a lot of other people. Didn't expect them to be much good. But they won on the road in Indianapolis yesterday, 29-23, and he scores the winning touchdown uh, he had 163 yards receiving. He's like the new Cooper Cup. Nine catches Who? for him. Yep. Gone. Yep. I, I saw a stat or a tweet. I think he's got more catches than anybody in history in the first four games. His yeah, first 39. Four NFL games. Wow. Pretty also, impressive. he's outpacing the two best receiving yard seasons in NFL history through four games. How about that? Hey, give Stafford a little credit, too, huh, for his performance? Yeah. Uh, Jockstrap to LSU. I picked him as my lock of the week, and they gave up 21 points in the fourth quarter. Their defense is legitimately not that great. No. Uh, that was a wild game. It would have been fun to watch. I was busy preparing for UCA. Uh, but LSU blew it, giving up 21 points in the fourth quarter. Could you get a stop here and there, guys? It won't kill you. Speaking of blowing it, jockstrap to uh, the Texas Rangers. They go up to Seattle, lose three out of four, including one to nothing yesterday. All they had to do was win the game, and they're AL West champs. They are the number two seed in the American League playoffs. Instead, they lose one zip, and they're a wild card team. Well, it could be worse, Wes. You could be the Chicago Cubs, who peed down their legs the last 15 games and losing a bunch of games that they led by multiple runs in, and they miss the playoffs. Ooh. So they will be sitting at home for the offseason, thinking about what could have been, and I told you two months ago they were going to break my damn heart, and they did. Screw you, Cubs. You blew it. Uh, i got to give the Chicago Bears a jock strap. Christian, we've got an audio 
to help this one, an audio clip from their head coach, Matt Eberflus, who's not going to be there much longer, I don't imagine. Uh, but they had a fourth and one situation yesterday, deep in enemy territory in Denver, and they decided to, in a tie ball game, go for it. But they did not quarterback sneak it either, Wes. Hmm. They ran a slow-developing run play, and guess what? They did not get it. And guess what else? They could have kicked a field goal, and guess what else? They would have done no worse than go to overtime if, in fact, they had gone for it uh, or gone for a field goal on fourth down. I didn't have a huge issue with the fourth down play, but in a tie ball game when you haven't won and they were like, oh, it's too much time, we were worried. Their offense sucks. And I realized they were having some a little bit of success, Denver was, late in the game offensively. But I'm like, Justin Fields played great yesterday. Played great yesterday, if you didn't see the numbers. He hit his first 16 passes. He played phenomenal. A couple of touchdowns, he played awesome. And for them to blow that game at the end stinks. Here's Everflus after the game about why they decided to go for it on fourth, which, again, I don't have an issue with the decision. I have an issue with the play selection because guess what? They've got a strong quarterback, and they didn't sneak it. Why, no, why, no, why did you think that was the right play at the time when you need half a yard to go out of the shotgun? Yeah, I mean, just because, you know, it's, it's about moving people off the ball, and as we've been doing all day, and we just got to execute in that moment. This is a pandemic that is plaguing our country, and it needs yes. to be fixed. execute in the moment. Did he just praise his offensive line and then say they handed it off deep because of they didn't, and then they said they didn't execute? I'm like, if you're getting a good push up front, then sneak it all the more. You're trying to survive. And also, by the way, there's two and a half minutes left. You want to run clock. You're just trying to extend the drive, yeah. right? Make sure you get that. Just get a little bit. You're not trying to get two or three yards there. You're just trying to get six inches. It is just absolutely mind-boggling. I'll give you a jockstrap to the officials last night in the Sunday night game. Late in the game, mm. Chiefs driving. Obvious holding call when uh, Mahomes stands back there in the pocket for about seven seconds. <laughs> Four-man rush, but somehow the offensive line was able to you know, hold, hold off the uh, Jets' defensive lineman. Massive hold call missing. And then later, later on, uh, a holding call on the defense after an interception. Did Ugh. you see how late that flag was? I also saw the play, and I didn't think it was I'm a hold. Like, Good. Let that on go. Sauce Gardner. Yeah. One of the best defensive backs out there. But, hey, Jockstra, our game ball to Vegas. 80% of the money last night came in on the Chiefs. They got paid. They got paid. Well, they made a lot of money because... And then Mahomes going down at the one-yard line, which was a smart play. I don't. I wouldn't say Mahomes was in the fix or anything, but... Um, that was that was a huge play. That was a weird deal last night. Yeah, uh, I got to give a game ball to Central Arkansas. One of the weirdest games I've ever seen. They dominated the game on both sides of the ball, uh, and then Southern Utah made a couple of great throws late to score t- two touchdowns after a weather delay. Crazy game, but they dominated. When you look at, t- I mean, they gained about like three hundred yards, um, but they had a couple of really untimely penalties in fourteen for one forty-seven total. Rough. I think they had about as many penalty yards as Southern Utah had in total offense. UCA had 14 penalties? For 147 yards. So after watching Arkansas the previous two weeks and all the penalties, you're sick of those yellow flags. Sure am. I thought they were going to have to replace them after the game, not to mention their whistles. Hey, but game ball, the Razorbacks. Zero penalties. How about that? Yeah, Clean work. that up. Uh, I'll give a game ball to Jalen Rayner, the rising star for Arkansas State. And it was basically a pick against UMass, and they beat the hell out of them over the uh, weekend. 20 of 25, 383, and six touchdowns. And he also ran for 35 yards on 10 carries. Jalen Rayner, and I realize it's UMass, but, dude, that's mm-hmm. impressive. I don't care who you're playing against. No, when you look at the QBR rating for a true freshman, his, the names that he's up there with, it's, it's, a, it's amazing, uh, the company he shares that ranking with. They got Troy this week. They're about to figure out if he's going to be really good yeah. or just really good against not great teams. So... It's pretty awesome. He got his feet wet against two teams that were manageable, and now you play a much better opponent in Troy this week, and hopefully you can keep it up. I'd love to see it. Now there's a little excitement, though, in that locker room. No doubt. They got hope. Absolutely. Christian, you got any game balls, jockstraps? I'm going to give a game ball to the Astros, who won the AL West after the Rangers choked. I'm going to give a game, I was going to give a game ball to Puka Nakua as well. The Trailblazers for how they executed the Willard trade and then trading Drew Holiday and getting even more assets from the Celtics. I like that. Uh, Jockstrap, Bears, like you said, and the refs and Chiefs, Jets. So, Also, I will give a game ball to your commanders, even though they end up coming up short. We were watching that game after the, the uh, Saints game had ended, 
and the commander score on the last play of regulation to force overtime. It was a great game, really entertaining game. And i got to give a lot of credit, man. Your quarterback is playing. Now he looks good, man. Yeah, he really does, man. I was shocked. But Eagles, of course, find a way in overtime, 34-31 the final. But uh, that was a heck of a game, man. That was really entertaining. And, hey, 2-2, two and two, I mean, most teams would be happy with that right now. Um, and I look at the Saints, i got to give them a jockstrap. Their offensive output absolutely embarrassing right now. Um, so they need to figure that out. they got way too many weapons. You get Kamara back and you score nine points. It just doesn't make any sense. And Carr was good to go. Was he? He was, okay, he was in the game. It's funny, though, like the deep throws were offline, but his arm strength didn't look like an issue. But he missed some throws that I expected him to make for sure. Uh, and hopefully he can get healthier the next couple of weeks. But they have way too many weapons to not be better than they are right now offensively. And I'm, look, they could have easily lost to the Titans in week one. The season could be even worse than it is. So I'm, I'm not... Completely devastated over two and two, but um, a little disappointed with the offensive output. Commanders are two and two, and they got the Bears, Falcons, and Giants coming up. That wow. looks pretty manageable. Yeah. Uh, as for you, sir, nice game for the Cowboys. Game ball to them. Back in back defense. Next. Dominant defense. Yeah. Two two touchdowns scored by your defense. Offense uh, still a little bit of a struggle. At least they scored in the red zone a couple times, but no, that defense. It was good to see them back focused. And uh, attacking the offense, creating turnovers, taking that into scoring points on their own. Uh, no, that was a dominating win. Made the Patriots the worst loss ever for Bill Belichick. It's crazy. Uh, John says, oh boy, this is on Asha Record Life fan feedback. Seeing folks that I guess are season ticket holders posting their emails and calls from the ticket office asking if they want extra tickets for upcoming games both at home and on the road. Meaning, they're not being snatched up apparently, so... I will be curious because there is there's going to be some level of apathy setting in after Arkansas plays these next two road games. I would think I'll be very curious to see what attendance is in three weeks for Mississippi State. Yeah, yeah, that could be bad. Uh, but that's homecoming, so that helps. That's true. Hamhawk says so far every caller sounds like Navy Mike. Good thing Wes isn't there because every call would get you punched in the face. Apparently Mike was right. Uh, well, I didn't actually take Mike's calls; just sound sound alike. So it's all good. Uh, the reason we only had 170 yards of offense Seven because seconds. we quit holding. Says uh, four seven nine. That didn't help. Zero penalties when the O line doesn't move to block anyone. You don't get a penalty. That's that's true. Uh, biggest thing I don't understand is why Enos just didn't change his style to fit KJ. Work on his own style next year. They're running him more, but it's not working. Uh, what's worse, Notre Dame with only 10 men on defense against Ohio State at a crucial time, or Florida with 13 and still couldn't stop Kentucky? It's a great point. But Kentucky's running back, I don't know what his name is, but number one, that dude's got some wheels. Ray Davis. I hope they, man, I'd love to see them beat Georgia this week. I don't think it's going to happen, but it would be awesome to see. I don't know what to think of Georgia. I really don't. Uh, game ball to Central Arkansas, too. Again, finding a way. They move up to 23rd in the FCS ranking, so... Uh, they're home this week on the stripes against a really good Southeast Missouri team. So it's a big one for them. We'll be back. Hour three coming up. Jim McMahon from the Little Rock Touchdown Club. Again, thanks to Arkansas Urology. Got a little entertainment birthdays as well. You have many options when it comes to great dining options downtown, but there's only one, Dizzy's Gypsy Bistro. Still offering a wide selection of all your favorite special craft cocktails, including beer and wine, and a menu featuring gourmet salads and delicious pastas. And Dizzy's is also the multiple-time winner of the World Cheese Dip Competition. With a dog-friendly patio, a funky eclectic atmosphere, 